0: Okay, welcome everyone to another episode of Everything Else is Everything Else.
1: Welcome, welcome.
0: We are your hosts, Kelly and Jessica, coming to you early on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Because we got things to do.
1: Yeah, we got a day planned for us.
0: And I will say that we haven't or I haven't watched one single down in football, NFL football.
1: I totally forgot about that.
0: Yeah, it's just one of those Oh my things. gosh, who
1: are you today?
0: Well, if once you turn it on, you're just kind of in it for like... Eight hours. Well, I was going to say four <laughs> to six.
1: <laughs> no, but it's a full day. It's a full day of football it's if not, you let it. Yeah. Only if you let
0: it. Anyways, this is episode 15. And we, we have had some nice responses since being on Spotify and Amazon. Okay. People are loving it Uh uh-huh yeah i think specifically they're liking it because they can now listen to the episodes and not be interrupted when they get a text message or something like that so they can basically run it in the background yeah whereas before when we were downloading the just the google drive file it was kind of any interruption it would just stop and you'd have to start it again so i wouldn't recommend anybody searches like top podcasts on spotify because we haven't quite cracked that top 10 yet
1: no we're getting there though
0: but we're there we're on it we are on it yeah yep uh so we have had a bit of a weekend uh the sunnyvale men's adult safe hockey league Mm -hmm. team beer league team we won four to two over the ravens it's huge the Ravens uh, beat us out of the playoffs last year, so they beat us two games in a row. Mm. And then the first game of this year, we played them twice in a row, regular season style, and they owned us those games. Mm. So it's been a while since we beat those guys. So that felt that felt pretty good.
1: You're only getting better every game. That's
0: right. Well, we lost like six in a row, well, and then yeah,
1: but the wins are big.
0: Wins are nice. Wins, it's just a different. Wins feeling. feel good. <laughs> it's a different feeling in the locker room after a win.
1: Uh huh. For sure. Yeah. I can imagine.
0: Um, speaking of wins, the Dallas Stars did not win.
1: Oh, that was a tough one.
0: They were in da- uh Sorry, they were in Vancouver last night. So naturally, we went. Me being a Dallas Stars fan. Mm-hmm. You being the girlfriend of a Dallas Stars fan. You all. <laughs>
1: I went for the snacks.
0: Yes. It, oh, it doesn't seem like I have to drag you to these games. No, you don't. But I know that you don't like them. <laughs> and you're really just going to support my
1: fandom. Yeah, which is fine. I just, you know what? There comes a point. Hockey has never been my sport. And there just comes a point when I'm watching that I just check out. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm good to go anytime. and you're like into it (laughs) and I'm just ready to just do something else maybe that's my ADD (laughs) we
0: were halfway through the second period in a two nothing game
1: (laughs) two nothing two nothing
0: for Vancouver Uh a two nothing game nonetheless when Jessica suggested (laughs) basically this isn't a quote (laughs) but she basically said I'm good to go whatever you are No, why? Because Uh, uh, I asked you,
1: I said, do you want to leave early in the third period if they're losing, losing? And you're like, "Mm, they won't be losing, losing. But I was like, yeah, but traffic?
0: (laughs) So uh, we did beat the traffic. So you all know
1: where my head's at.
0: We did leave.
1: Yeah, we did.
0: So I obviously I was wearing uh, as much Dallas Stars gear as I have, which is a toque and a shirt. Mm-hmm. and I was that guy in the Dallas gear at a losing Dallas game, leaving early, what, doing the walk of shame, essentially, up the stairs.
1: I ought, truly, I wanted to save you from further embarrassment when we were outside in the crowd of all those people, and they're just watching you walk away sad.
0: Well, we have to avoid all of that. I haven't seen Dallas win in Vancouver in probably five years, and mm-hmm. every time after the game, if I'm taking the sky train or the sea bus home it's always amongst lots hundreds of vancouver fans
1: yeah and that's tough
0: it's awkward but yeah. that's part of that's part of not supporting the home team
1: i guess so yeah you kind of ask for it when you dress in full gear
0: yeah i mean i've never been a vancouver canucks fan
1: no the van and the canucks fans are like hardcore I guess that could be true to any home I don't think team they're like overly bad. hardcore.
0: They're just the home team here. Yeah. That's guess, all it yeah, is. Yeah, I
1: guess so. Yeah.
0: Um, well, and so that was Saturday. Well, um, did
1: we want to talk about what we did before the game and who we went with? Sure. Is that a thing?
0: Yeah. Well, we had a very nice afternoon with Kyle and Vanessa. Kyle is on my Sunnyvale hockey team.
1: Yeah. So you guys had a full day before We hockey. had a bro day. You had a bro day. So
0: Yeah, so we had to leave hockey early. Actually, the boys had a barbecue after the game because our game was at noon or 12.15. So we finished like right in the like early afternoon, Mm -hmm. which is a nice time for to not feel rushed to get anywhere for the guys, I guess. Mm -hmm. So one of them brought a barbecue. Another one brought some meat and buns. Oh, But uh, Kyle and I didn't stick around for that because we had to go home and get ready for the game and then we all met downtown at a little pub close to the rink.
1: Devil's Elbow.
0: The Devil's Elbow.
1: That was nice in there. I like that.
0: I liked it. I've been wanting to go there for a long time yeah. now, but I'm glad we switched it up. Normally we go to the pint, but it's a little bit of a dive bar, always just overly crowded. Especially I feel like before this, a game.
1: this spot was closer than the pint.
0: No, we walked by the pint to get to the stadium.
1: Oh, we did. oh I'm always so turned around when I'm down yeah. there. So yeah. I don't know where I'm going.
0: But it was a good vibe, though. And we got there. We got there at 430 for a seven o'clock game. So we got there before yeah. the crowd. Yeah. And when we left to go time. to the game, there was quite a few people at the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. For a Saturday night, 7 p.m. puck drop, there's really no reason to be rushed. Mm -hmm. if you're going to do it right which we did yeah
1: yeah. because most times we are not because we're coming from northland to
0: well variables a lot of times when dallas is here it's not on a weekend either it's on a work day oh yeah so we gotta work gotta get home and shower quickly get downtown for the game it's always so rushed so this was a nice this was a nice one because it was nice and chill Mm -hmm. uh well everything except dallas Accept the loss yeah Yeah, but i accept that have to so the last thing we have this weekend is um laura's birthday
1: yeah
0: laura everyone knows laura she got married to xavier a few Mm -hmm. weeks ago um she's turning 29 or something like that she's just just a beb. yeah so that'll be nice and then i think we're going for wings afterwards or something like that Mm -hmm. that'll be um that'll be nice yeah, be good to see everybody. Yeah. OK, so a little recap from two episodes ago when we talked about Thanksgiving.
1: OK, we're taking it back.
0: We're taking it back. We were talking about staples at our family meals, mm-hmm. and I was saying that lime velvet mm-hmm. is a very popular dish in the Malloy house, mm-hmm. though I didn't really know the best way to describe it yeah I still stand by my description of a limey <laughs> cream cheesy jello type of substance that's not quite liquid not quite hard oh, like a
1: there's a lot of textures in that description yeah. that are making it hard to visualize
0: yeah no <laughs> I don't think you could even okay so I have a description here from my mom kind of a not so much a recipe but a process. And even then, once I tell you, I don't think you'll be able to really picture okay. what it looks like okay. in the in the crystal Okay, bowl. you
1: know what? When you talked about the about it being in a crystal bowl, there was a word that I wanted to use to describe that kind of dessert and it's called a trifle. Because it's filled with like a trifle will be filled with some creaminess, some cakey and you just like scoop in and you grab it all out it's not quite a cake, it's not quite pudding, it's just kind of all together so it was a trifle
0: we are very familiar with trifles but this is not a trifle
1: okay, okay, I wanted to clarify that for myself because I didn't know the word last time when I was explaining it
0: trifle is a nice dessert though it is, yeah my, my godmother Marie Judd she makes probably the best trifle you've ever had. And yeah. she'll often bring it to our place on Christmas Day as her gift for our the Malloy family. She makes gift. us a trifle. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. So, lime velvet. Here we go. The secret. I was right about the lime jello. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But the secret is instead of using cold water when making the lime jello, you use pineapple juice. Ooh. Yes. So
1: it's like citrus on citrus.
0: There you go, citrus on citrus. And then you beat in cream cheese and let that partially set
1: into the jello.
0: Into the jello. Okay before it's set though so when the jello oh well,
1: yeah when it's still and wet. the
0: pineapple juice is in its liquid state
1: <laughs> okay yeah. you
0: beat in the cream cheese okay that goes in the fridge you okay. let it partially set mm-hmm. you pull it out of the fridge now we're adding whipped cream we're On whipping the top? we're whipping no not whipped cream like the whipping cream yeah that comes out of a container right yeah you make like, oh, Like you don't make whipped cream. Oh, okay. You just whip whipping cream into the lime velvet.
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
0: Like whipped cream, you're adding sugar and you're using the mixer and you're turning it into the fluffy, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. cloudy state and then somehow getting it into the can and then from the can directly into my mouth. You don't need to put it into a can. You can
1: leave it in the bowl. But anyways, this you combine all of this together.
0: This, I believe, yeah, you combine all of that together. And then you slide that into the fridge. And now that is setting overnight. Okay. And then when it comes out, it's this perfectly flat, perfectly velvety, lime velvet texture, beautiful dessert. Okay. And it's fantastic. Okay. And... To give you a sense of what it kind of feels like in your mouth, <laughs> okay. Christine refuses to eat it oh, okay. because she can't handle the texture, the texture of it. Mm-hmm. So, if you're the type of person that can't handle perfection in your mouth, you're not going to like it, like mm-hmm. Christine. But if you can handle something like that, then you're going to like it.
1: Okay. You guys love your jello. I desserts. don't mind.
0: I don't mind that Christine doesn't like it because I just—it's more for everyone else. Yeah. So maybe one day something
1: I'll have to try. Maybe one sure. day
0: you'll be at the Malloy House for one of these events, turkey dinners, yes. and yeah. we'll get you. Uh, we'll get you a small spoon. Get me a sample. A small spoon to start. We don't want to waste a big gulp. <laughs> if I don't like it, like If you it. don't like it. Oh yeah. my god! I mean, I would eat it off your plate. Yeah, I'm I'd sure be okay you with would. that. Yeah. Sometimes when it mixes like with gravy on the plate, it gets a little melty. I don't like that.
1: Wait, do you have this while you are serving dinner or is is it dessert?
0: Yeah, that's the thing. This is like a side during dinner. This is not dessert.
1: Oh, man. Okay. You got
0: your turkey, you got your stuffing, mashed potatoes, vegetables, and lime velvet. That's
1: no pun, but it's a hard spoon to swallow.
0: Well, because I cannot imagine that. (laughs) Very nicely done with the pun. Thank you. Thank you. Whoa. I know. Moving on. One thing I want to talk about, and this is a hot topic these days
1: very spicy
0: in the media. It's a hot topic in households. It's a hot topic uh, in workplaces. Yeah. Um, We want to talk about grocery stores. Yeah. I guess ultimately it's a cost of living thing that we want to talk about, yeah. specifically related to grocery stores and the accusations of price gouging. Um,
1: uh, confirmed.
0: Where where we confirmed. can find savings and and what we can do, what measures we can take to not spend so much at the grocery store. Now, I would like to ask you, because you are a grocery store, aficionado aficionado (laughs) you're basically you're shopping three Uh, to five times a week sometimes multiple times a day
1: yeah Yeah.
0: uh for all things under the sun true um so i will throw it out to you put it out to you have you noticed any changes in the grocery stores since this has become sort of a hot button issue or have you noticed that nothing has changed at all
1: In relation to
0: just prices Are prices continuing to rise. Are they stabilizing? Are they going down? Have you noticed any anything in the stores to suggest like, you know, we hear you. We're going to make a change kind of thing.
1: Mm. So I feel like this one is a pretty loaded one because I could probably spend an entire podcast talking about grocery stores cost of things and just how that's fluctuated over time.
0: Well keep in mind we're not trying to like get, I get it. I get it. We're not it, trying get, to get cancelled here. I'm like, going
1: oh for telling the truth. That's that's totally fine. But in any case, I will say across the board prices have gone up. Yes. A hundred percent. Now fluctuation when I look at things, even something as small as like a box of crackers. Uh, I would buy them for two, twenty-five. No, they started at two dollars. Um, these are just like PC brand scallop potatoes, scallop crackers that I would use for charcuterie. They are now up to three twenty-five a box, which is a lot—a dollar twenty-five over the last whatever year and a bit. Um, produce is pretty. Good. I mean, it's all relative when you think of like where it's coming from, what it actually costs to get here. When you're looking into more packaged goods, I feel like I don't buy a lot of that, but that has gone up as well. Um, but if I were to do a grocery shop for clients, depending on the week that I go, sometimes it can fluctuate between forty to fifty dollars based on what I get, and that's if I get sales at places. Um but you really have to shop around and kind of figure out where the best place is to get something if you're looking for a deal.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: but then that also cuts into like how much time do you want to spend grocery shopping? Like if you would rather just go to one spot and you know you can get everything there or go to four different places, which is what I do. But <laughs> that's eats up a lot of time.
0: So you're also mentioning Before this was a hot button topic, you sort of noticed that some of your clients specifically request meat to be Mm. um, organic grain fed, grass fed fed meat and specifically in one case, the client specifically requested that it be purchased from. Whole Foods, yeah, and you were starting to notice the other stores which were traditionally more affordable, yeah, in terms of the meat department specifically,
1: meat and everything really now.
0: So they've caught up they to have, Whole Foods,
1: yeah, they've caught up significantly.
0: But Whole Foods hasn't they're necessarily... actually,
1: I would say they're actually surpassing Whole Foods uh, for a lot of things, yeah, like there is a marked difference between Whole Foods and if we were to go to Save-On, which we joke about Save-On because you don't really save a ton unless you have this card. And even then with the card, it's what you should be paying.
0: Well, we'll get into the card a (laughs) little bit later.
1: Yeah, so I've noticed between all of these places and especially now for what you get at Whole Foods when you are considering organic or grass-fed whatever, even though it's not entirely local, it's coming from California, wherever, um, you're getting organic meat or grass fed meat for the same price you would get what they call now pasture raised for the same price at, that you would get at a grocery
0: store. Right. So, well, so recently I've been getting more into value hunting while grocery shopping. Now, which I. Which
1: you never used to do.
0: I have never. ever Ever. been concerned with what things cost at the grocery store no people will ask me well what did you pay for that and i I,
1: ask you all the time
0: no i know well you do (laughs) but this but and i always know the answer (laughs) traditionally (sighs) it's been i don't know what i paid for it because i don't Mm. look at the prices yeah now i'm starting to look at the prices more because i'm a little bit more conscious about I'm not going to say budgeting, but just kind of knowing where, knowing where the money's going.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I still don't know. Like I, I bought a bag of grapes a little while ago oh. for sixteen dollars, and you barely. Guys, nearly... no,
1: I think it was more than that.
0: Might have been twenty-six.
1: Nineteen dollars.
0: It was. $19. It was uh... You
1: texted me that, and I was just like, my heart stopped, <laughs> sank in my te- stomach. I don't even know.
0: I t- because you don't know how much I was mad.
1: Like you told me how much you spent on them. Because the mad. sign
0: says 6.99 a pound. I know it's a pound, but you don't like they don't have scales at these produce sections anymore. Like I when I was a kid Oh, yeah,
1: I guess they don't really When have I was a that. kid, I remember they would have scales.
0: putting like bags of potatoes or bags of apples in the scale yeah. to know how many pounds we were buying, I remember doing that with my mom at like the AMP or the IGA or something. Yeah, there's no too. scales in they don't these have places anymore. anymore. Yeah. So or you really
1: have to look. But they're like they're hidden at the back somewhere.
0: They don't want us to be they, weighing. They don't the want you to be weighing Let's no. put it that way. Yeah. Okay. So I got this bag of like really nice green grapes. And I will say side note, it would have been more. But I got the grapes at the very beginning. And I was mm-hmm. snacking, like, when I oh. when I got to the store, I went produce first, oh, okay. got the grapes, and then did the rest of my shop. Uh-huh. And while I'm doing the rest of my shop, I'm testing the grapes individually. <laughs> okay. And so the weight, overall weight, is going down mm-hmm. incrementally, thankfully. But then I don't know what the grapes cost until I've gone through the checkout and paid. So mm-hmm. then I texted you on when I got back into my truck, and I was like, hey, are grapes always, like sixteen dollars for a bag and, 19 <laughs> or whatever the price was and i think at that moment you considered maybe just dumping me like this guy's an idiot
1: i had some serious thoughts yeah <laughs> not about dumping you but just i think it was then where i was like this guy needs to understand what the cost of food
0: is well okay so i, I mean i don't know what a grape should cost now it's just I, I'm just not buying grapes anymore.
1: You know what? I it's, don't need grapes. No, it's fair because that happens to a lot of people. And unless you're someone like me that goes that could go to four different grocery stores in a day, you're not really going to know what things cost unless you are constantly going to the grocery stores, buying the same things and seeing those prices and those items fluctuate. You won't know that. Right. Because it's, how can you? It, there's so many other things you think about in a day but when i'm going and i'm like even going between safeway and persia foods if i get a small pint of cherry tomatoes let's say at safeway they're 5.99 i go to persia foods and they're
0: 3.99 right
1: so it's like why
0: for the same brand
1: for the for the same thing yeah and grapes too they'll have grapes usually 5.99 a pound and then you go to persia foods and they're 2.99 a pound so It's things like that that you kind of have to look for.
0: So I guess for me, checking prices is difficult uh, for things like meat and produce. What's easier for me to do is to compare prices for uh, stationary items like cleaning supplies, um, Mm -hmm. pantry items, Mm -hmm. things like that, where you have like... A bag of chili powder from Western Family is this many dollars and the same bag of chili powder from Chili Powder R Us (laughs) or whoever specializes in chili powder is (laughs) this price. Yeah. That's an easier cost comparison for, I guess I would call myself a rookie when it comes to cost analysis at a grocery store.
1: You're getting your toes wet, but you're noticing.
0: So here's an example. I came home the other day over the moon thrilled mm-hmm. because of a deal i got on western family dishwasher pouches yeah. soap pouches listen to this cost <laughs> breakdown okay western family Envirowise wise dish pouches on sale for 12.99 down from 17.99 for 80 pouches yeah Compared to Cascade brand, twenty seven ninety nine for 90 pouches.
1: Mm-hmm. It
0: doesn't take a lot for someone to do a price per unit analysis yeah. to find the value in the Western family brand versus the Cascade brand. Now, Cascade mm-hmm. is obviously a brand name, higher, name, yeah. higher end, whatever. It's, they're even... Some of the dishwasher manufacturers have agreements with a company like Cascade to recommend using Cascade with this unit. Yeah, that's just a bunch of malarkey. Uh huh. Um, (laughs) But my point is, I was excited about the savings there. That's fifty percent savings. That's huge. It's massive. Yeah. And then Ziploc bags, same thing. Twenty-eight large freezer bags. $10.68 For $10.68 or I could buy 14 for $5.88 down from $6.88 mm-hmm. so when it comes down to price per unit per bag it makes sense to buy the bigger box yes. because it costs less per bag Yeah. and I was all excited to present all this information for our podcast listeners and then you just threw the savings hammer down on me you pulled out a box i humbled you you pulled out a box of ziploc bags from dollarama okay
1: get you hate shopping at dollarama they were not the ziploc brand that you buy so you're already going to be paying more for ziploc
0: but you paid a dollar fifty for 20 bags i did and i paid ten dollars and 68 for 28 bags what size are these bags though i didn't ask that
1: they're large, oh.
0: <laughs> so same as the ones that I bought.
1: Stick with me, kid. You're gonna be all right. Well, <laughs> I also dropped a
0: bomb on you about the 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 dishwasher dishwasher
1: pods. pods. Yeah, so that's a tough one. But this I mean, goes into was, the same was, thing.
0: What was the bomb you dropped on dishwasher pods? It was
1: 115 pods from Costco for 14.99. Right. But yeah, the dishwasher pods. If you're going to Costco, that's another thing. When you're looking at the cost of everything, are you going to make four different trips? Because in a, if you are,
0: well, there's save also... your gas
1: and stay at one place and get everything, yeah. and you get back and you'll get your time back. Because a lot of times when I do this, it's a two-three hour trip.
0: So that all has to be part of the same evaluation. So like, yeah, are you are you are you putting a, a price valuation on your the time spent the time, yeah, going from store to store to store, plus the gas you're using to go from store to store to store. Yeah. So I have a bit of a solution for this may not be the case in Ontario, but it's the case here. And it's a case or the case for me, really, because the closest grocery store for me to go to mm-hmm. is called Save On Foods. It's not a national brand. It's I think it's only in Western Canada.
1: Yeah, I just I think it's BC.
0: So they have this more rewards card. It's a membership program. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. So let's go back to the Envirowise Western Family Envirowise dishwasher pods that I got on sale for twelve ninety nine. The only reason I got that for twelve ninety nine was because I have a more rewards card. Yeah. Someone could have been in the same lineup behind me, without the more rewards card, yeah. and they would have paid seventeen ninety nine for the exact same
1: yeah.
0: product on the exact same day.
1: Mm-hmm. This
0: know. this cannot be yeah. reality.
1: It is. Welcome. I
0: I mean <laughs> I understand I understand the rewards programs. They want to encourage people to come to to their store and not go to the other stores. I get that 100 percent. Sure. I don't think, though, in today's climate that. The perks for being in a membership program are face value perks for a product. Yeah. Maybe me. As a card carrying member of Save on Foods, if I buy those dishwasher pouches, Maybe I get 2,000 points on mm-hmm. my card and I pay $12.99 for the product. Where Joe Smith behind me, he doesn't have a card. He still pays $12.99 yeah. for the same product, but he misses out on, on the, the 2,000 uh, points. Yeah, It can't be mm-hmm. that he pays five more dollars yeah. for the pods than I'm paying mm-hmm. just because I spent 10 seconds signing up online for this card that I don't even carry with me, I just give them my phone number. Mm-hmm. Like
1: I feel like it's all coming through to you now. That's just that's how they make their money a lot of times. They did you also notice that they now price match, which I never did before. There's signs like all just over Just put just put the cost of what it should be on sale for everyone to draw everyone in and have that deal.
0: Well like why uh, would you and the price match jacket. The price match signs First of all, they put that on us as a consumer yeah, to, to tell do. to show them yes, what the other guys are which they have been
1: doing for. for a while. Like, but
0: here, here, the oh, I should have taken a picture of the wording. But we was will it only match, in a flyer? No, it was something like we will match any of our competitors, like acknowledged competitors, or something mm-hmm. like not just
1: yeah anyone. Like if
0: Dollarama has yeah. Uncle Ben's rice pouches on for X amount of dollars. Mm-hmm. If Dollarama is not a nah. major grocery store, so yeah. they don't count as a competitor. Yeah. It would only be Save-On is competing with Save-On, sorry, No Frills, Safeway, President's Choice. I wonder if thrifties. they do it
1: just within their own sister companies, you know? Like if they're oh, all together. That's a, that is That is a
0: dark path to go down. I
1: wouldn't even put it past them to do that because that's it's just the initial glimmer that you see of like, Oh, okay, we're going to get a deal. We can try to do this. But they're like, Oh, it's only between X, Y, Z, which are actually all of our companies. Right. Anyways.
0: Well, we don't want to, we don't want (laughs) to, we could go down a rabbit hole. I can talk a
1: lot about all of this, but this is why you have to be so like on it with those things. And, and I think a lot of times before when I would ask you, you know, what did this cost? You're like, I don't know. I'm like, Okay, that's tough because one day we're going to have to be a little more conscious of these things. But it comes down to also like what is easy and what is convenient for people. Mm -hmm. A lot of times they will just pay that price because they're there and they can't spend 20 minutes going across town to spend $2 less, you know? So it's just a big... Big crazy world of grocery shopping. <laughs> it's kinda <laughs> if you yeah. trying to get a good deal. But I do remember growing up with my mom, she was always like, No, this doesn't cost this much here and she was very aware of all those things because she's she's young and raising two kids and well, I, paying yeah. for daycare, all this stuff. I'm sure your mom too. My mom but was like, like
0: ripping through the flyers yeah. trying to find the deals.
1: Yeah, because you could just get gouged. And like that example I showed you the other day of paying what 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 was it? I bought ketchup, mustard, and relish for three ninety nine from Safeway, and I showed you the same co- the same thing at Save On. It was seven ninety nine. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's Speak- crazy. It's a crazy world out there, everyone.
0: Speaking of flyers, <laughs> stay I, on your toes. I get flyers in my mailbox, and I in one motion, I pull it out of the mailbox yeah. and put it into the bin right beside the mailboxes. You
1: often chuck it, yeah.
0: But. Uh, Maybe I'll get into baby steps here. Maybe you don't I'll need get to into be flyer a, like, shopping.
1: Going into flyers because it's not like you need a huge amount of food. Like you you typically, when you get your lunches, it's like you need just a few ingredients.
0: You know the other crazy thing about like how our family. how our parents used to do it versus how we do it? Mm. My mom used to send me, like, this isn't. When i was a child this is when i was like i was able to drive mm-hmm. so i was like a late teenager early 20s kind of thing mm-hmm. if she needed something from the grocery store like a very small list of two or three or four items milk butter, whatever this and that yeah she would give me like almost to the cent yeah. the right amount of cash off the top of her head she would well, know yeah she would know what milk costs? Yeah. What butter costs? Yeah. What everything costs?
1: Yes, because she's buying it all the time, and then it wasn't a ton of fluctuation in the prices. Now it is not that same story.
0: No, it's not that same story at it's all. It's
1: not at all. Now you have these things with you know more rewards cards, so you're spending three dollars less, which is huge. Yeah. For things.
0: <laughs> well, this is a hot button issue. Yeah. We've been talking about this for quite some time.
1: I told you it was a deep. it's a deep dive. Yeah, we could talk goes, about a lot, but we can move on to the next thing. I probably thing. should
0: have structured that a little bit better. We could
1: have a whole podcast where I will just talk about grocery stores, but I don't really know if it's that interesting.
0: <laughs> well, that was going to explain why dogs sniff each other's butts. <laughs>
1: but how, let's but no, intro to that one. No, I
0: think we'll do that on next. the next episode. Okay. Let's just do, we'll do one quick Connect Deck question.
1: Have we covered everything that you wanted oh, yeah. to talk about? Oh, okay. big time. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. guys, this is all my fault.
0: No, it's not your fault. It's your I have passion. lots, and lots to part say of your, about the grocery stores. Part of what makes you beautiful. Oh,
1: that's dope.
0: Oh, just a side note. One day there will be a time where I will be completely fine with you just doing the grocery shopping for the household. <laughs> like, that's fine with me.
1: Well, if you keep paying $19 for groceries, yeah
0: for grapes Uh, grapes (laughs) yeah i will
1: i will be in charge of that thank you
0: but i will encourage you if you see a good deal on grapes to please buy (laughs) of course even half a pound yeah just enough to wet the whistle (laughs) of course
1: i have to do that anyways so there we go okay
0: so okay so we're gonna grab we're gonna grab one yellow card here and for those of you who are new to connect deck yellow is the most basic of It's the intro card. It's an intro
1: card. Intro card to getting to know each other.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you may do the honors.
1: Okay. First one. Oh, (laughs) that's funny. Okay. The question is, I don't really know if this totally should be good for us, but do you think I'm someone who makes their bed every day? Why or why not? (laughs) This is a good one.
0: Do I think that you make your bed every day? Mm -hmm. Well, I can tell you that I know that you don't make your bed every day. Correct. But when you do make your bed, you go from happy-go-lucky, fiery, passionate (laughs) Jessica Parasinati to Drill Sergeant P, (laughs) who... Must have creases folded (laughs) the right way. Keep
1: it tight. (laughs)
0: Cannot have pillows out of order
1: or one
0: pillow fluff less than the next. (laughs) You have to karate chop the front pillows directly in the center (laughs) at about 15 pounds a square inch (laughs) to get the right V crease in the top of the pillow. Mm -hmm. And once that is set no one is to even cough on that bed until bedtime
1: yeah don't touch it
0: so yeah (laughs) that's a good one yeah you make your bed (laughs) you don't make the bed in the morning but once you've made it it's off limits until bedtime
1: no i don't always make it in the morning because it's it's like my perfect messy because at the end of the day, I can just roll right back in it. My pillows are the perfect way. As you know, I like to nest. Yeah. So the perfect position of everything. So I just roll in. I'm good to go. <laughs> yeah. But then when I'm ready to make the bed, it has to be as so because if I'm constantly looking at it and things are out of place, then that bothers me. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. But... Oh, it's weird. Yeah, I know. But the blankets have to be tight. Like, this isn't... Like, I don't even like the way the bed is made right now. And I know I did it. But it's just the way... I well, think it's we're the talk- sheets. We're, we're, to, we're trying to...
0: We're talking about my bed yeah. right now. And we're looking over. And the problem is my bed is a king-size bed. And mm. the pillows, although there are 10 of them... They're Seven. not, they're not quite, there's a lot of gaps. There's a lot of gaps. Pillows. It
1: doesn't look full. So the it pillows look... need
0: to be, I guess you could argue that the pillows need to be bigger. I am, to fit the bed. I am 0.5% interested in considering upgrading the pillow game because I think there's already too many pillows. Yeah.
1: That's um, okay. But the bedding needs to be sorted because it, Yeah.
0: Yeah, I could use new bedding. I don't disagree with that. Yeah, so that's all. But I've also um, explained or expressed that I am not going to choose the bedding for the bed. <laughs> that's a you thing. Okay. Because you care a lot more about what the bedding looks like than I do. And, and I, am, care. I am happy to just oblige whatever you want is okay <laughs> with me. It's
1: very nice and of you. And that's a
0: but blanket... <laughs> Blanket statement. Just yeah. whatever you want, I'm whatever fine you want.
1: with. Because I'm very much about creating a space that is comfortable all around and cozy. And we talked about before my style, but especially in a bedroom, when you're walking into a bedroom, I I want that. I want to yeah. be surrounded by it all the time.
0: Well, I will say that we are one new bed set away from that bedroom being almost perfect. Yeah. Like I I've, think so. The head the headboard that I built That's great works really nice. Yeah. Um, everything works in there except mm-hmm. the comforter and the sheets. Yeah, yeah. So we're one step Just away. Just a
1: little refresh and that's okay. Yeah.
0: One step away. Okay. <clears throat> my question for you. What was the worst date you've ever been on?
1: Oh my god the worst date I've ever been this on. This should be good
0: because you dated some guys in Vancouver and guys in Vancouver are losers.
1: <sighs> no, yeah. Okay, so I didn't even date a lot of guys in Vancouver. I think I dated two and I was like, this is why I don't date <laughs> people. So this one guy I dated, well I went on one single date with him and I went to his place. He lived in like Coquitlam or something. He was on this big acreage of land. Like he had this house, this big house, whatever. Um, he worked in construction and he would always come into Big Rock, he was a super nice guy, and I was like, Okay, seems pretty decent. And typically I had my hesitations about guys in construction and naturally, naturally. Yeah. And so I met him, I went to his place. It was around, I want to say maybe around 6, but initially I didn't even want to go. I didn't want to go out there. I didn't want to... I just felt like, no, because I'm really not that interested. I don't want to do it. Um, I went to his place. He was... And I showed up. I walked in the door and he was like half cut already. And I was like,
0: great. Half cut like into the booze? Yeah. Right.
1: I was like awesome and you know how i feel about that yep it's like a no-fly zone for me so i was like okay now i've driven like 45 minutes just to get here now i'm here in essentially was the middle of nowhere and i was just like i don't actually feel very safe mm. <laughs> so because now like i don't know his temperament i've never seen him drunk i don't know how he is when he's drunk um he had a cat so that was just like red flag something in the background as well um, but the evening just consisted of me like getting a tour of the house which was fine and he wasn't like inappropriate or anything so that was fine but essentially this turned into as each minute passed this just turned into like major therapy session for him and he unloaded his, life traumas on me was he was crying by the end of the night (laughs) that I left by the time that I left and I was just like what the hell am I doing here and I said there were so many times I was just like okay I want to like I'm gonna go now like you have a really good time I was not drinking I was not interested like I had my one foot out the door the entire time like It got to the point where I was scoping the area just to be like, what are my exits? Because I do not want to be here any longer. And it was just like, we were sitting and talking and it was fine. But he was asking me these really obscure questions. It wasn't even like a date where I got to know him. It was just more like I was learning about why he was the way he was. And it was just, I remember leaving and I was like... I sat in my car and I was like, I just held the steering wheel. And I remember I screamed. I was like, oh my God. Like, because I just was so taken aback by the entire situation. And then he tried to get me to stay. He wanted me to sleep over. And I was like, why the hell would I sleep over? Like, Language. Sorry.
0: I understand you're passionate about this. But I
1: was like, in what world is this going well for you (laughs) that I would want to sleep over? Like, yeah. It was just, it was awful. I would never wish that first date on anyone, but that would be the date. That was so bad.
0: What an unreal <laughs> response.
1: <laughs> oh my God. And then I went on the date with you and I was just like,
0: oh. Oh yeah.
1: He's a little angel.
0: <laughs> we, should, we should talk about that date one day. We won't do it today.
1: No, we won't do it today. But yeah, that was my worst date. It, it was just a whole world of something I was not ready for
0: I will actually share one thing about our date our first date
1: do you want to share your first date
0: no no (laughs) okay well maybe maybe another time but on our first date uh, I had to drive from Whistler down to Horseshoe Bay Mm -hmm. and I had a bag of local cherries oh that summer that summer I was on a big cherry kick and I would eat cherries rolling down the highway with all my windows down and alan raymond playing i was in a it was a vibe it was a vibe that day i bought that bag of cherries and the cashier she said this bag of cherries is 28 dollars. do you are you sure you want to buy it and i didn't want to be i didn't want to be like oh oh that's too expensive no i don't want these anymore so i just i just paid 28 bucks for a bag of cherries
1: price per pound yeah price per pound yeah cherries especially are high
0: <laughs> cherries are expensive mm, so uh it's
1: okay i paid for the beer
0: yeah okay <laughs> well we'll talk about that date another time because that might go down as if the question came up what's the best date you've ever been on that yours would, for sure that would probably be mine for sure
1: Mine? the date with me the was date the best that one? you
0: and i went on together oh yeah same thing our first date was the best, best date one. ever
1: yeah for sure loved it
0: okay well <laughs> looking forward to this week you've got a nice I'm not gonna call it a quiet week mm. but you have consciously decided to not do anything charcuterie related yeah for the month of November yeah and that no I believe, cheese November <laughs> it seems uh, <laughs> it seems like your your mind is clear these days you're far less stressed Mm-hmm. You're just focused on the food prep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is this
1: what you've just noticed from last week?
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, And even today, like today you're just, you're only worried about food prep yeah. for the families this week. You're not, you're not
1: yeah.
0: worried about things five days down the road and things like that. And you're actively saying no to these things.
1: Yeah, I've said no to so yeah. many now. And Which, I'm not feeling bad about
0: it. No, and you shouldn't. Maybe it's not the best thing from a business perspective uh, in terms of a bottom line, but in terms Mm. of mental health and you've already had a huge year. Yeah. This is a nice, it's nice to just kind of, or it looks like it's nice to sort of take it easy at the end, sort of sail off into the sunset of the fourth quarter.
1: Sail off into Christmas.
0: Knowing that you've had a (laughs) massive year. um, Yeah. It so you've got it on. you've got Thank
1: it. you for noticing. Oh
0: yeah, you're welcome.
1: <laughs> I'm sure you directly benefit this as no, well. I
0: don't I mean every day with well, you is a so benef- Every day with you is a benefit for me, I would oh, say.
1: goodness, guys, you're so sweet.
0: Uh for me this week we have a big week at work we're installing two 700 pound steel beams mm. into a roof system that has previously failed structurally so we're adding these beams to add some more structural support to the roof it is just me and an apprentice Devin.
1: those are hefty beams they're
0: big boys yeah and to date we've done everything including hoisting one halfway up on Friday afternoon to its final resting place. <laughs> and every single step Devin has questioned, thinking that what we need to do is impossible with two people. Yeah. And with different lessons on leverage and rolling heavy things instead of carrying them, <laughs> we have successfully moved these 700 beam pound beams around with just the two of us we've hoisted them up six feet with just the two of us and mm. we will hoist them up the rest of the way next week so so far
1: just the two of us
0: so far the impossible task has been very successful
1: stick with you kid yeah you'll be just you'll learn, fine you'll learn lots <laughs> devin stick I with me i wonder what they teach them in school for him to not think that that would work
0: well i mean for someone who's never done it before you can imagine that seeing a 600 pound or sorry a 700 pound beam being craned off of a flatbed truck and placed onto the floor with mm -hmm. a crane you can see an inexperienced person saying whoa how are we going to move this around again with no crane yeah but you can roll heavy things on pipes very Mm -hmm. easily anyways that's all we got for you this week um Remember, we're on Spotify. I'll send you all the link. We've got a email address, which is hello, everything else pod at gmail.com. If you have any comments or questions, Mm -hmm. Uh, if, if you need any advice for how to save money at grocery stores, do not talk to me about it. Talk to Jessica.
1: Send an email. I'll answer any and all questions.
0: Yeah. And we hope that you have just a wonderful, wonderful week.
1: Have a great week, everyone. Yeah. All right. Thanks for coming. Okay, bye. Bye.